York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Yep, what's going on? This is Jayless from Nick of Time Show. Here, give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's a crushing loss, man. Really pissed about this loss. The Knicks lose to the, the Celtics in Beantown, 114 to 98. Julius Randle gives you 25 points, nine rebounds, and five assists. Brunson drops 26 points, four assists, and three rebounds. Josh Hart gives you 16, and Grimes gives you 12. But when I'm looking at this game, is apparent to me we really missed rj barrett and it caught up to us it caught us up to the end it was kind of a close game it was a really close game until around the third quarter is where i saw a switch happen the knicks yeah uh, we lost the call we lost the, an out-of-bounds call that got reversed and then josh hart after making a miraculous play uh hitting a three um after throwing the ball off the back of drew holiday um then fouls fouls um he fouled their best player Tatum at the three-point line, causing a four-point play, and then misses a layup that then turns into a transition baskets for the Celtics, and you could never catch up after that. And we're gonna talk about it. Wanna talk about the bad, the bad, the ugly, and a little bit of the good. So let's get to it. And uh it sucks that we lost, but you know what the good news is, guys? Voltron's back together. All four of us are back. It's glad to see the whole crew back for the first time in a long time since actually the first season opener. I feel like it's the last time we were all together. So it's good to see you guys, even though we lost. So uh, I'll I'll uh my frustrations to you, but so shout out to you guys. Uh, shout out to Lee Escobedo, Latin Assassin, <laughs> Ryan G. You know, in the building. Yes, and sir. My girl Ebony, uh, rookie of the year. The crew. What's going on? <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll get you guys' thoughts first. I'll get you guys' thoughts. I'll start off with Lee since you missed the last show. Lee, I don't. What do you think of this game, man? I know I missed RJ, and that's what I took from it. To me, I feel like robbed. I feel robbed. I feel robbed a little bit because I feel like we can't really get a true litmus test without RJ. And the fact that he's here, not here, and we lost, it's just, I don't know. It just makes me feel weird about it. I don't know what you think, Lee. I missed the first one and a half quarters of a game. I was trying to set up a bootleg link from China. It was destroying my laptop. And uh, so it took me a while to, to tune in to, to the game. So I, I missed the first quarter. I heard Brunson was going off and cooking the Celtics. Unfortunately, I didn't see a whole lot of that. Um, you know, when I first got on Twitter last year, I wasn't really on social media, and you guys convinced me to get on. It was really nice to have a community of fellow Knit fans that, like, you can cheer together. You can mourn together, you can debate together. But in the last couple of weeks, and I don't know if this is a, a, a train I just wasn't aware of, it's a really sad, desolate, depressing place, man. Like it's it's where Tate sort of die. And it's just I, every time I get on there, it's just the worst personalities spewing the worst things. And tonight was no different. I feel like people are just waiting. They're just like but by their phone, by their laptop. To, to let out the trade Randall. Randall's a bum, you know, 30 sucks. Uh, and yes, Randall was very disappointing. <clears throat> he's got a lot of flaws to his game. He's got a lot of flaws in his mental. And he's got a lot of flaws that are enabled and empowered by T Tom Thibodeau. These things are true. 
but he's also a very talented, very skilled player. And we checked in. The man is unstoppable. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to see that in the playoffs yet, which is what I really want to see. Um, but in the regular season, the guy is all NBA for a reason, and he is not the reason we lost this game to me. I thought we played really competitively and really tight for the first three and a half quarters against the best team in the East without our best offensive player. R.J. Barrett, there's a deep conversation to be had. Who's the MVP? Is it Mitchell Robinson? Is it R.J.? Is it both? I would say on the offensive end, it's R.J. Barrett, and we missed him desperately tonight. His three ball, shooting 50% from three, mm-hmm. but also his ability to create spacing by getting in driving lanes, drawing fouls, and hitting his free throws. He's shooting about 85% from the line. That was sorely missed. He'd had a lot yeah. of the, the you know, ball stuck with Brunson and Randall, and we ended up catching the L for it. So, yeah, it was an unfortunate loss, but I'm not freaking out because R.J. wasn't there. We'll see what happens next time. Yeah. R.J. Barrett has been our best player to me. I know it's been – I've been going back and forth as it been between Mitch and RJ. I've settled on RJ. I've settled on RJ because of uh, the two-sided ball. He's top five defensive player. Uh, best defensive rating on the team has been RJ. Our best three-point shooter has been RJ. Um, the passing has been there. The decision-making is there. And today, the size, the lack of size really hurt us. In general, when we're missing RJ or Randall, if any of those guys are injured, we're instantly in trouble. And Tibbs knew that. Tibbs went eight deep today. Eight deep. Um, he was not trying to have Malcolm Bright in there with those guys getting getting hit up with that tall team. And I think it kind of caught up to us, and we really sorely missed RJ today. Uh, I think he would have made a difference. Uh, I'm going to go Ebony. I'm just going Ebony based on facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when Ebony makes the faces, I'm like, oh, she wants to say something. So what's, what's up, Ebony? What's on your mind? The, uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. Um, RJ's our bridge. Uh, he's the one that keeps everybody locked in because he gets everybody involved. I truly believe that. The, the ball becomes um, extra, extra movement. And also he um, gets to the free throw line. So he gets his extra points from there. He's become somebody that goes to the line frequently. Um, yeah, so RA, we could have definitely used him uh, against Tatum today because last time he played him, he did a, a great, a good job against him. Yeah, you know, he's the best um, defender on Tatum last time, for sure. Yeah, so I, I was looking forward to that to see if they would put him on him most of the game today, but you know, he, did, he didn't feel good with the migraines. So, but to do what we did, we held out on, with the, the contending Celtics, as everybody keeps saying, the favorites to win it all, right? Um, we have we we hung out with them three quarters, three quarters. You know, well, technically almost four, but you know, Tatum, like we was talking about before, flame on. He said, yeah. "Flame on." He went off. Quarter, <laughs> Tatum went off. Yeah. So, but um, I think yeah, we definitely were missing RJ. RJ is a a, a key piece for us now. He he, you can see the 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 difference when he's not there. For sure, for sure. And one thing I'll say too about the passing. And the Celtics are a really good defensive team. Switching teams in general, pay attention to this guy. Switching teams in general, it's really hard to rack up a lot of assists and pick and rolls when you have switching teams. Toronto did this to us last year. You notice in general, uh, we have low assist numbers against switching teams, uh, especially teams who are long, uh, because you really don't gain advantages off the screens. Uh, so that So you really have to depend on cutting. And a lot of times when we did get our 
our baskets, it was because it was Randall um, cutting from like the top of the key going forward and, and, and diving and getting baskets that way. Uh, and guess who else has been our best uh, off ball cutter <laughs> in the first unit as well? Now that I mentioned it, RJ Barrett. So it's like it's little things that we missed out and you have to play very specifically with these type of offenses. And we, we missed RJ again today. Uh, that's another reason why we missed him. Go ahead, Ryan G. What do you have to say about the game? Yeah, um, the Knicks did battle tonight. I do think that it's tough to gauge where the Knicks are against the Celtics just for the simple fact RJ did not play tonight. So, you know, you had one of the Knicks big three out. So either way, you know, you know, it's going to be hard for the Knicks to really battle in this game. I think the first half they played really well. The second half, the Celtics kind of buckled down on defense. They cut down driving lanes to the basket. They made it really hard for the Knicks to even get to the basket. And then on top of that, they they blocked off passing lanes. So yeah. in other games where the Knicks were able to penetrate and kick out, those lanes weren't there against the Celtics. And also on top of that, in the second half, they also shut down shop on the offensive glass, limited Knicks second chance points, and it was a lot of one-and-done possessions for the Knicks. Um, so overall, the team did what they could. They battled, but ultimately in the fourth quarter, the Celtics just began to overwhelm them and Jason Tatum just went off and that he's a and Jason Tatum's a bad man. So yeah, it is what it is. And I do want to say one thing because it's it's kind of it's kind of in relation to what Lee said earlier about some of these quote unquote Knicks fans, because when the Knicks win, you don't see them in the chat. <laughs> they're, not, they're not here to celebrate with us. But when What's the up, Knicks, Sam, man? <laughs> but, but when the Knicks lose, they just come here with their negative takes and this and that. And I, and, and those people, are, I, I like to call them donkeys. <laughs> They're just donkeys. It's easy, to, it's easy to tell the Knicks fans, the real Knicks fans, from the donkeys. And yes, Sam, man, is one of those donkeys that come in here every, every time the Knicks lose. He's always in here talking trash, but when the Knicks win, nowhere to be found. I see Knicks Sherwin too. What's up, Sherwin? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm, Sherwin has been good so far. I'm gonna leave him alone until he goes. Until I'm the <laughs> Sherwin's been good. Oh man! But yo, one thing I want to say about Josh Hart. Let's talk about it. Josh Hart's been really good for us. He's been the reason why we took a step last year when we got him here. Um, but the thing about Josh Hart is, man, sometimes that, indec- that indecisiveness that I saw in Miami when he was scared to pull the three. Yes. Uh, Preach. I saw it today again, and it hurt us. This is, it definitely hurt us. It's like, man, pull that. And that head fake and go, there's nothing more frustrating. I kept, I kept telling you about guards without guard, point guards, and just playmakers in general. There's nothing more frustrating, especially when the defense is a hard defense. There's nothing more frustrating than creating an open shot for a player, and then they're not taking the shot. Nothing more frustrating, especially when it exerts a lot of energy to do it. And Josh mm-hmm. Hart continually does, does that. And he actually had a decent game. But there's still a lot of shots he passed up, and I really would like for him to do that. And, and that's another reason why R.J. Barrett is missed, too, because he's not going to be indecisive. He's going to – I'm going to shoot the ball, I'm going to drive the ball, and I'm going to make that right play. And that It's one of those times where it's like, man, as good as Josh Hart played, we needed somebody who 
was more confident in the decisions they were making during the game, and we missed it. Missed it completely. Go ahead, Lee. I feel like you want to get in this. I like Josh Hart a lot, man. You know, like I was a huge fan of that Cam Reddish in the first round pick. That was to me, that was a masterclass pickup. And you can't argue with the facts. When he came on board, went on that win streak, he was hitting threes at a really incredible percentage, playing unbelievable defense. But I think it's kind of similar to the Albert Burtz situation. Burtz is providing great veteran leadership and production in Detroit at a way less usage rate, and he's no longer playing out of position. I think Tibbs plays hard too much, and he plays hard at too many different positions to where he's constantly having guard guys that have three or four inches on him that are superstars. Like, I, I get it. Like, he has a reputation, and he passes an eye test for being really solid defensively. But, man, you can't be expecting him to guard guys that he's given up damn near half a foot to on a nightly basis. And he did. He, I mean, guys become – Tatum became a flamethrower with a heart on him. And with a heart's indecisiveness and shooting a three, there are nights where I'm like, this guy's overpaid. And I think he his pay scale should be more toward uh, Isaiah Hartenstein at that 10, 12 million mark, DiVincenzo. To me, 18, 20 million for, for heart is way too much. But, you know, he brings a lot in intangibles. He brings a lot in chemistry. The Villanova guys and all that jazz. He's a great locker room presence. He's funny with the interviews. But on the court, he is a reason a lot of superstars go supernova on us. Because the height advantage, man, they, they, they catch in the post. They didn't post him up. They didn't pull it from three. They didn't pull it from the mid-range. And he can't do much about it. He's strong. He's, he's got good upper body strength. But he just doesn't have the height. And he's playing undersized and out of position. And he's playing way too many minutes. And I never want to see him close ball games. I don't know. I feel like Drew I like was a little bit. I feel like Drew don't was trade a little, him. Hmm? I, I liked him. I'm not saying trade yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's, you know what it is. You know it is. It's just hard to. It's just hard to go that. It's just hard to go that route because we don't have anybody. Like we don't have a choice. Like the way our roster is built. If you don't go Josh Hart to guard Tatum, where do you go? Like that. I think that's where. I think mm-hmm. it's like there's. That's there really is like. Grimes was guarding Josh Hart uh, the first game, and he was getting torched. Even he was getting torched. Like the height difference was very noticeable when it was Grimes versus Tatum, like extremely noticeable. At least you can see it. At least it optically looks like Josh Hart can bother a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's it's just really tough. That that that's it's roster construction. Is is I agree. Um, that's why like when I was even talking with Dexter. Uh, and he was like, what do you give this next offseason? I said, a C. And because even though I do like DiVincenzo, I still and I, I, I still feel like when we play these long teams, we're going to be in trouble. You know, we're going to be in trouble. And one thing I really didn't think about is when one person is injured, one forward wing guy is injured, we're like screwed instantly. <laughs> and it's going to be a lot to... to, to Overcome. I don't know if you guys want to add anything, Ryan G or Ebony. Um, I'll say this. You know, I agree with JLS. You know, with RJ being out, you know, we don't really have many options to really guard Jason Tatum with the way the roster is constructed at the moment. So, you know, it, we really have no choice but to put Josh Hart on him. I think in the first matchup with the Celtics, RJ did do a pretty good job on Tatum. So as long as we have RJ in the lineup to guard those bigger guys, I think the Knicks can do well. But yeah, if RJ's not in the lineup and then you have a team that's, you know, that's long like the Celtics, 
we really have no choice with the way the roster is constructed at the moment because if it's not Josh Hart, it's going to be Steve Vincenzo or somebody else where it's like it's going to be undersized anyway and they're going to have the advantage. So, I mean, it is what it is. And, and Ryan, it's not just Boston. Every team is long. Like yeah. every like Orlando, OKC, Toronto, the Clippers. It's like every team in the NBA gives us fits because we're the most undersized on the perimeter of any all the thirty teams. Yeah, the Clippers. You've seen the match up against better, uh, obviously because we won that game. But Orlando, for sure, I'm always worried about. Toronto, I'm worried about as well. Even though Toronto is not supposed to be that good, we always struggle with them. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm worried about the Lakers. I'm worried about those teams with length that not even necessarily like some juggernaut teams. They just, you know, sometimes matchups make fights sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. the matchups just don't even fit in our personnel. Um, yeah, I, I agree with uh, a lot with uh, what Lee was saying. I think um, he definitely, I think Hart definitely plays too many minutes at times. So I, I like his play. I like Hart a lot also. But um, today, sometimes I feel like maybe putting Grimes, especially if you're trying to get his confidence back. Mm. I know that he uh, definitely you know, he did get the high advantage, but just then, to break up those minutes. And it seems maybe Hart is in his own head in the clutch time mm -hmm. because he shot pretty well today. Yeah. I don't understand what the hesitation was for, you know, 50 percent from the field. If I'm not uh, if I remember correct from the box score and uh, he shot. Well, well, from three, if I remember. So I don't understand what the hesitation is about. Yeah, three for six from three and six from 12 from the field. So I don't know. But he does hesitate and do the, does the drive. And I guess he's looking to create for other people. But when you play teams like Boston today, which is, uh, you know, I, I know I said I'm not a believer, but they look great today. Um they play like a team, and they have they they move the ball. They play like a team. They they're a good defensive team, and they have the one on one talent mm -hmm. on top of that. So, when the the play break down, they have the people to get you a bucket just cause you know when it breaks down. Lots of them actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think uh, I don't understand why you hesitate, and maybe maybe throw uh, when it's long guards like this, throw Randall on them for a little bit. Yeah, just different looks to confuse people. You know, you understand, like kind of like what we did with Wimby. You know how we just gave him different looks. Like maybe when it's long players, just constantly give them different looks since we have so many of those type of players. That's, maybe that'll help. That's the only thing I was thinking that we could have done differently. Maybe is put Randall on them because. That's what we did with the Clippers. Like at first last season, I feel like we had RJ guarding Kawhi or even Grimes at times. And then when Randall guarded him, we had a much easier time. So I'm I would maybe we should have put Randall on. I don't know. But even today, with Randall, though, I'm worried. When Randall plays a lot of minutes and his usage gets to a certain point, that's when things start to fly off the rails. Um, and you saw it today. <laughs> you, you saw it today. You whew. and I kind of even alluded to it on Twitter, and I said um, he's he's approaching around forty minutes today, and I'm I'm worried about his uh, his how tired he gets. And you can see the difference. You can see the difference from the beginning of the third quarter to the end of the third quarter when he started to like go off the rails and try to go one on two and. Like when you when you when Randall is when Randall's playing, you gotta we can't we can't be playing him the whole third quarter, man. And I know I know 
I know RJ make I know he's playing more with the second unit because RJ was out. So I get it. But it, it's just too much for I feel like he mentally breaks down when he gets tired. And that's when you start to see more turnovers and more bad decisions. And I feel like that was a, a big reason why that turn happened in that third quarter was because of that. Um, good. Uh, I like his intensity, though. I like his defense today. Um, I like his playmaking for the most part. But man, that usage rate for Randall has to come down in certain moments because otherwise it's, it's too much for him. Yeah, and I think that's why the Knicks roster at the moment is kind of handicapped with just RJ and Randall as like the two guys, you know, that you can probably put on somebody with size on the wing. Because if one of those guys is out, then you're forced to play the other guy extra minutes. Right. So if RJ is out, then you for then you're forced to play Randall extra minutes because you need some type of size out there to guide to guard those longer wings, but or vice versa. So with the construct with the way with the way the roster's constructed, it's like the Knicks have to be healthy, like fully healthy for them to be great. Because if one because if one of those guys go out, the Knicks are in trouble. I agree. Which is why I'm like, man, I love Dante, but that addition is weird. It makes everything a little bit off balance for us. Like <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. When it works, it works. But when you have these tall teams, it's like, where do you go? I don't know. Uh, that, that's why that's why I call this a puzzle. We're a puzzle. Uh, you take one piece away, <laughs> the pu puzzle incomplete. You know, mm -hmm. or like the Jenga, you take the the, the wrong piece out. If we fall, uh, we're really a team that that just plays off each other. Like, uh, and when you miss missing one one part of that team, then you you see it as you can see today. You see it, but um. I know I wish we, we did have a little bit more length. I I, I really um J Dante today wasn't impressive. Nah, he <laughs> he was. got beat by Al Horford. He got blown by, by Al Horford today. Oh, man. So I was Bruh. like, all right, Dante, we all have a, we all have one of these games. I understand. <laughs> right, it happens to the best of us. I get it. It's all right. It's 82 game season. I think we've done I think we've done a pretty good job so far with that spot. Um, you know, we just gotta pray for a healthy season. That's, <laughs> That's it. Just a healthy season. Yeah, we're it's definitely a weird roster construction because the only small forward on the roster is Fournier. He's really the only natural small forward. RJ came into the lead as a two. Hart and DiVincenzo are best of two. Quickly, he's kind of a hybrid between a one and two. But RJ's playing out of position. He's big enough and strong enough to where he can still thrive at the three. But I, it's games like this where I'm like, I would love to see RJ at the two and bring in a Jeremiah Grant to three. Not to get too, too heavy into, into the trade predictions and and uh, the theories, but that length, man, the length is short on the bench and, and is short in the starting lineup. And our best players outside of Randall offensively are mostly undersized at their position. And that presents a, presents a lot of mismatches. It's, it's easy. It's easy to, to stop us with traps and double teams and, and presses because we end up turning the ball over just because of our size and height. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And chat, uh, chat. If you want to talk live with us, you want to give your perspective on the next game today. You can just get the, hit that Discord link. The Discord link is pinned to the top of the chat. So all you gotta do is go into that link. And I can also let's see. Can I repost it right now? I can repost it right now. And I just posted in the chat right now if you want to talk and 
and Chad JLS. Was live, right? So yeah, let's do it. We got my man Fritz in there. What do you say? What do you say, Lee? Jay Sherwin Sherwin's blaming ITU, bro. And he 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 asked when they, are you gonna get off ITU and finally uh critiqued ITU's play. He said ITU was trash tonight. Um listen, uh, listen. <laughs> I read that I read that a long time ago. I purposely ignored it. <laughs> I purposely ignored it. And you guys know why I purposely ignored it. Because before the show started, and we all talked about it. Every time IQ has a good game, there's certain people missing. <laughs> there's certain people missing. And whenever he has a bad game, they miraculously pop up. Marshall L is hopping in on it now, too. Yeah. You got to have a weird, a weird Sherwin instead of where's Waldo. Exactly. Um, <laughs> portion of the, the Sherwin's going to be missing about, you know, and, and at this rate, RQ had a bad game today. But at this rate, Sherwin will be missing from the show for about 60 games. <laughs> for about 60 shows. So, uh, honestly, there are two things guaranteed <laughs> on this podcast whenever we go live. Whenever there's a Knicks, whenever there's a Knicks loss, Sandman is gonna trash Randall. Whenever IQ plays bad, Sherwin is gonna talk trash about IQ. That's oh, that's always a guarantee. We Facts. can't do nothing about that. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's talk about IQ. First game, uh, it's obvious to me that the Celtics were very aware of what IQ did to them the last few games. Not even the last game, the last few games. Because last year, IQ was skipping down uh, skipping down Boston. He was the reason why the Knicks beat the Celtics in overtime. Um, and then during the home opener, IQ again was one of the guys who were actually playing well. We was, we was paying him. We was all paying him his money. Yeah. Paying him his money. Um, and what what's what, and this season, I know I, I know Sherwin's main thing has been IQ, you know, has been bad from the field, is in cry career. He's been shooting what 60% from the field this season. That's the guy he said can't shoot, right? He's shooting 60% from the yeah. field this season. Was he is he shooting 40% from three this year? I don't I'll have to check. I'll check that. Well, his field goal percentage is 48%, so he's shooting 48% from the field. Oh, so he's 48% from the field this season. Yeah. Okay, so far. I'm just I'm just checking. I know his three-point percentage was low, but I know that was rising up, too. So, I mean, a lot of things that he was complaining about has been fixed. Um, but, you know, he's here today, so we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk he about is. it. But, all in all, the Celtics were definitely ready for IQ. And they made the adjustments, and they played good defense, and that's why they are the, one of the top teams in the league right now. Jay, I got some support for why IQ needs to get the bad. I don't know if you saw the tweet by Tommy Beer. He had a great stat here on pick and roll percentages. And IQ is averaging a whopping 1.43 points per possession, 72.9% uh-huh. field goal on pick and rolls as a primary ball handler. Number he's two. number one in the entire NBA. Yeah. Oh, oh he's number one. I thought he was number two. I did. I number definitely tweeted that. But um, number one. Yeah. Also, scoring averages up at 15 a game. Uh, the second unit has had like really good ball movement, better than the first unit, and IQ has been sure. part of that as well. But you know, you're here today, Sherwin. So, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I always I always say that um, you know, IQ definitely uses no knows how to use these picks now. 
I, I've noticed that, especially with Mitch, they do the X, like you had mentioned, Jay, about the S uh, c cut, mm -hmm. how they use the screen in between. So, yeah, I uh, I, I think that's definitely uh, a good stat because it shows. He he definitely knows how to use those picks and, and create space for his three-pointer off of it. He was just off. What, he went one for ten or something like that? He was off. He was off. It didn't happen. It's, it's a long it's season. A, it's a long season. It's a long season. It's, it's too early right now to say anyone sucks or needs to be traded, man. In nine games in the season, I'm seeing a lot of Dante DiVincenzo hate. I'm like, how can you know who he is after 10 games, man? Yeah. A small and, sample size. And even with Josh Hart, I know people, we, we were just talking about his 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 contract. Um, I think it's just them rewarding him for taking that pay cut, you know, uh, or, or opting out for them or, you know, to help them get Dante. Maybe they want to reward him a little bit. And also it's just they. Uh, Don, Josh Hart impact I think comes more so when the games mean more, you know, Be because uh you you realize I guess what he's doing because the games mean more. <laughs> yeah. He does a lot of stuff that doesn't really show up on in stats, a lot of deflections, things of that nature. I guess he 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 they paid him for peace of mind, just yeah. somebody that's consistent, you know, that you don't you just don't have to worry about. You know he's going what he's going to bring. Yeah, and the thing is with Josh, he's made a he. I believe last year was Josh Hart's first time in the playoffs. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. Before he made the playoffs, he actually was really he actually made a lot of clutch baskets before the playoffs. Not even just with the Knicks, just in general. Um, so it seemed like even like even with his three point shooting, like as in his career, he sometimes he wouldn't go, he wouldn't hit the three, and then he'll hit the big shot. I don't know what's happening here so far. Uh, it could be the long season season from playing in FIBA, and he's trying to get his rhythm back, just like Jalen Brunson. It could be that, but um, it, he he's been a little weird this season so far to start. Hopefully, he runs back into shape. Knicks fans definitely have PTSD, man. They don't know a good thing when they got it. Like we're not over here critiquing Clay Anthony early and Lua Bunsen, bro. Like there's no <laughs> there's no bums on this roster. Oh, or George, roster. remember him. George. Uh, oh, George. George, I love Quincy that. Quincy AC, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you yo, know, Quincy AC. Corpse of hey, Steve Francis. Yo, why, we, we might could use Quincy AC right now, though. I <laughs> yo, these are, just, I, these are plays I've forgotten about and glad that I've forgotten about and we try to bring it right back to my damn memory, yo. Like, <laughs> you can always tell on me to recollect the bum. <laughs> man, don't don't y'all dare disrespect Quincy AC, okay? Don't y'all. <laughs> it's just wild, said, man. We can use him right now. I ain't gonna hold you. I like Quincy AC. We just didn't need him right then because we was terrible. He's a he's a piece you need when you you're trying to go go somewhere, you know? Right. It's just crazy, man. <laughs> We're taking massive craps on the guy who was runner up for sixth man of a year, a guy who was All NBA All Star most improved, a guy who averaged twenty five points per game last year, a guy that we got for the corpse of Cam Reddish and a bum ass first round pick. Like these are great players with high ceilings, and they have room to grow. And this is who we're trapping on? Bro, y'all I got just a team full of Lou Munson, man. Come on, man. Be happy, man. Be happy. Come on. We here, we here, we here, we happy. We here. Yeah, man. Yo, I wow. see the chat. The yeah. chat is calling for callers. I see people trying to push glamour in the chat. What's up? What's up, Glamour Knicks? I see people trying to uh to hit put JT on the Discord to see what's up. Um, shout out to JT. Good to see you guys. Um, but yeah, if you want to call in, hit that Discord link at the top. We can talk next basketball, and uh, yeah, we can get to it. We can get to it. Um, 
But yeah, listen, I got everything off my chest. I don't know if anything I'm missing. But yeah. Maybe more Grimes. Maybe that's the only thing I, I can say. Um, I understand why maybe less Grimes because of the, they're worried about the size, but at the same time, it's like we don't get many moments when Grimes shoots well. And Grimes today, Grimes today gives you four or six from the field. And he yeah. goes all threes. So really four or six from three. He tried to keep us in this game. He really did. <laughs> Actually, it was he had two, three threes in that third quarter. It was two of them. I think was like back to back, and um, it was more. It was to give us the lead, and they took the lead back, and then he shot again to give us the lead again. So like he was trying. He, I said, okay, I see you, Grimes. So <laughs> uh, I would like to see more of it. I I would, but I'm cool. I, I see him getting there. Let him get there. I don't want. I don't want to destroy his confidence uh, completely. I've seen that happen to a, a couple of our, you know, youth. I yeah. think uh, that I think that was Kevin Knox's problem. Um, Zion took his confidence and he never got Damn. it back. That's simile. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's so. Yo, man, that's simile. That was crazy. <laughs> Legendary. I don't want to do that with Grimes. So I, I like what they're doing. Slowly but surely, trying to keep him involved. You know, um, I think I, I think he's going to be okay. I'm still I I love I love what he brings and he doesn't back down. You know, so yeah, I still have my Grimes. Right. I still have my Grimes card. Still have it. Yeah, it's early. I guess I'm still a Grimes stand, as they yeah. say. It's <laughs> it's funny because we've we've had these conversations about like highest ceiling Grimes and RJ and and. Even though Grimes has, to me, had more of the natural shooting ability, the biggest difference between Grimes and RJ to me was was kind of the pace. Uh, and Ebony kind of talks about it a lot when he's when she says Grimes goes too fast and shoots too fast. But I feel like sometimes to be an NBA player, and I think RJ mentioned this too, you got to be able to pick your spots, know when to be fast and know when to be slow. And Grimes just has fast. It doesn't have like a middle gear or a slow gear to probe and see what's happening. And like he doesn't have that, but he just, he has that shot. He just needs to develop the other fastest game here and still kind of develop an NBA pace. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, you see, it took RJ a little minute to figure that out too, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that's something we see now that he's figured it out. Like he's not trying to go fast right now. Actually, RJ is on his slow mo right now. Right, he's nah, slow, for sure. slow it down. You yeah. know, he's he's he is on his slow, methodical. In and now, I'm a I'm a rock you to sleep. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. go through you with my strength type right now. Um, yeah. So you know, that's why I said uh, Grimes. It, it it'll slow down for for him. The last like three games, I want to say, seeing him at a at a slower pace. Like even when it's the, his his jump shot, it looks more composed. Like he's He's breathing before he's taking it. Type, you know, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe we'll c- continue to see that uh, throughout the season. While the game, you know, he plays more and, and gets a better feel for for his uh, role. No, I agree. And he has to be more aggressive. I do agree with. I do agree with that, Sherwin. The Grimes does have to be yeah. more aggressive. Yes. Because uh, mm-hmm. the, there was still like a stat where I feel like Dante shot more shots in less minutes than Grimes did. Even when, when even when. It was one game. Yeah, he was even when even when Dante was playing with the starting unit, he was putting them up. 
And Grimes was hesitating. So I was like, yo, Grimes, you got to be more aggressive, man. You, you, you're a shooter, shoot. You know okay. what I mean? So, yeah. Mm. But, yeah. You know, I, think, <clears throat> I, I really believe that if R.J. Barrett would have played this game, I really think we would have won. I was shocked that Joe Missoula actually had some pretty good adjustments this game. He threw out that 2-2-1 press zone, and it forced a lot of turnovers on the Knicks. It really it stymied Brunson. And those are opportunities where you had Drew Holiday over there playing free safety, but playing the passing lanes. If we had R.J. Barrett, he would have cut that, literally sliced it apart by getting yeah. to the hoop and drawing fouls. And they would have had to switch to something else. It, it, that's When he went into that 2-2-1 in the fourth quarter, that's when the Knicks really got thrown off pace. And the, the tempo started rising because of those forced turnovers, and they finally got into that transition game. The, the Tibbs was doing a pretty good job minimizing. Like it was playing, it was playing to our hand. And I think if RJ was in this game, we would have won, and we would be celebrating right now. Definitely, and we shouldn't have let we let a who's who, who is that go off again? We always let one. Who? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> <It's laughs> Sam Hauser. Yeah, Sam Hauser. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember the movie. He he reminds me of an actor uh, from back in the day. He was like a dang. I'm gonna look it up before the show is over. I'm gonna get who uh, the guy's name. But every time I see him, I'm like, yo, that's that actor. I'm a, I'm gonna look him up right there. So. Yeah, that's what happens when you be playing these guys at home. The who's is that? The whose man's is these? Yeah, whose man's is these? Man's? Play more. Goes off when you play these guys at home, and it's like, oh, I'm feeling good. My mama cooked for me this morning. I'm over for three. So I was like, okay, all right. I don't know who this man is, but he just mm-hmm. dropped a dagger three on you. And it, it is what it is. Man. That's what happens at home sometimes. People people get get real good confidence when they play against us for some reason. That's a fact. That is a fact, but fact. tough loss, tough loss. While, while Ebony looks up uh, the name of the the actor, yeah. we'll, we'll get to the the, the who the bruh's picks because I know Ryan G got some bruh picks lined up. If you guys don't even know what bruh picks are, let me explain it to you. Bruh picks are usually the worst players of the game, bad plays of the game. It doesn't have to even be about the game. It can be about any game. Shoot, it doesn't even have to be basketball. It could be bad things that happen in the world that you just want to mention to get off your chest. That's what bruh picks are. So, Ryan G, bruh. let us know what your bruh pick is, man. I have two bruh picks. Well, first and foremost, I do have a ooh, though. Oh, you got an ooh pick? Yeah, yeah. I, do I haven't even hit the ooh. Oh, I haven't even hit the ooh button. Wait a minute. Is this the. Oh. Oh, there it is. All right, there we go. <laughs> yes. My ooh pick tonight goes to Josh Hart. When my man improvised, he he went up in the air. Oh, yes. Before he came down, he knew he was going to be called for travel. So what did he do? He threw it off of Drew Holiday's back, got the ball back, shot it for three, and made it. Yeah. That's kind of disrespectful not to even mention that as a (laughs) pick. That was probably the the best play Josh Hart's ever made in his entire life. (laughs) Facts. That was some M1 mixtape stuff, man. That was crazy. Yeah, I, right. I like that. I like that a lot. I, I, that brought me back to pl- uh, playground. For real, that made me think he was gonna come. He was gonna patch up. I was like, oh, that hits. It's our night. Like we gonna get some momentum, and then for real. he fouled him at homie at the at the three point line, and then I, I, I found the actor, y'all. His name is. You ever seen the movie Accept It about the fake college? It was a comedy along the like like the early two thousand. Oh yes, yes. Uh, his name is Jeremy Howard. I don't know if you're gonna be able to. See this. Yeah, it's gonna block it out with uh, Jeremy with um, Howard. 
my phone. Yeah, Jeremy Howard. If he played and accepted, he has his real long neck. He, he reminds me yes. of Sam Hauser. Oh, Let me see what's the oh. ah, <laughs> The neck. Yeah, he's real. <laughs> Jeremy Howard. Oh, Tell me he don't look like Sam Hauser. He does. He does. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. I think I found him. <laughs> you definitely did. I can't. It's oh. gonna blur it out. I know it is. Yep. See, it wait, blurs it out. So. Wait. Do I have my four share screen? I wasn't even prepared for a four share screen. Am I? Hopefully, this is not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, my four share screen ain't really. Let's see. Wait. Yeah, but that's funny. Oh, also, while you're doing that, I wanted to give a shout out to to Julius Randall because I did mention how he stays still. Off ball, and today he he moved. He saved us a couple of times with his late um cut into the basket when our plays were dead. Yeah, Sam okay. Hauser, ladies and gentlemen, is that him Sam or the, the long long neck Hauser? <laughs> Protect the neck. <laughs> that, is that the man with the jacket um, for your post in the fourth quarter? Is that the man? The whose oh, man is that? Whose man is that? That, was, that scored 12 points on us. Mm-hmm. He did. <laughs> oh. Out, out here multitasking, acting in ball. What's that. up? <laughs> Double threat. Look at that. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. That's how I bring this in the program. <laughs> Ryan, do you have another bro pick? No, I have two bro picks, actually. So my first bro pick, and this should be a whose man is this actually, because James Harden. Uh, <laughs> As you know, uh, since James Harden has gone to the Clippers, the Clippers have been winless. There was a play against the Grizzlies. My man had the ball. He was sizing his defender up. Mm. He lifted his foot, cleaned off his kicks. He's like, I'm about to go in. I'm about to go in. My guy did a step back three, air ball. And then he got the rebound. What up for the floater? Blocked. Bruh. <laughs> Man, is this? Who's <laughs> he, not, not a sister. What he said? He's not a sister player. He is the system. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. System broke now. I don't know what yeah. he did. For real. Yeah, Salute so like I'm over it. <laughs> 76 is looking like a genius not paying that man that money. Right. There are more he lied, but I mean, I guess he lied for good reason. I mean, crazy. y'all know Steve Mills would trade for him too. He he would be a nit. He would be a nit if Steve Mills was in the front office, bro. Bro, for real. Nah, that is definitely a, a Steve Mills That's move. Okay. Somebody said the difference between Harden now is that he doesn't have a first step now. He doesn't have that that uh, burst to to cause separation with with uh with the defenders anymore. Nah, you're absolutely right. Facts. You're absolutely right. My second bro pick. Goes to Kyle Kuzma. Tonight, the Wizards blew a 23-point lead in the fourth quarter to the Raptors to lose. And what on one of the plays, Kuzma, I think Kuzma went up for a shot or something. And he thought he got, and I think the ref called something and he didn't agree with the call. Mm. So my man went running to the Wizards bench on the other side of the floor, telling his coach, to, to, to run the challenge, run the challenge. What happens? Toronto inbounds the ball and gets an easy basket because it's five on four. Oh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> uh, I got, 
That thank you for reminding me. I do have a breath pick of the day too, but yeah, uh, the Wizards, the Wizards—they a comedy show. I feel they bad are. for the Wizards fans. I feel for y'all. I feel we. I feel for y'all because my breath pick of the day goes to Joe and Pooh. Because <laughs> there's a, a, a there's a video going out that he gets mad. I guess they call the timeout. He gets mad at whatever happens prior to the timeout. And he's not paying attention, y'all. He's throwing towels. He's looking into the stands. They tapping, his teammates tapping him like, yo, they talking to you. And he telling them, yo, it's my team. It's okay. Wow. And, wow. and then, and, and then as, as the timeout is, you know, they're, they're walking out the timeout. Now he's trying to look at the, 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 the <laughs> now he want to look at the board to find out what the play is. I feel for y'all Wizards fan. I really do. Cause that baby said, I got my championship. I got the bag. It is me time. He is not trying to win any games. <laughs> he trying to stack his legacy. <laughs> Speaking I can't of people was fans. big enough the Wizards this never mind. I'm not gonna go ahead. <laughs> I, I understand the punch more and more, y'all. Yeah, I me too. The punch more and more. Oh my gosh. But but hey, the, the Wizards are gonna be okay. They have a plethora of second round picks. They will be <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Even their first round pitch or second round pitch. Oh my God. <laughs> nah, bro. The fact that they traded Bradley Beal for a bunch of second round, this is crazy. Yo. Bruh. That is crazy. They've been horrible in the draft. Yo, I actually got a bro pick too. I actually got a bro pick. Because you know, sometimes when you're trying to market stuff, you want to get, you want to think out of the box. You want to be creative. And, you know, you know about the playing tournament. Not the playing. You know about the the the, the what's what's the new tournament that the what is it called again? With the useless tournament, the, you mean? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. in games, in season tournament. In season tournament, useless. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, NBA teams have been trying to advertise the in season tournament, and the Atlanta Hawks felt like you Why know what? <laughs> I want to be different. I want to be innovative. I want to stand out. So you know what they did? They 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 did the only logical thing they can think of. They mimicked an OnlyFans <laughs> in commercial, bruh. <laughs> bruh. Looks like something I would make. <laughs> <laughs> no, Lee. You will not use that program to promote your own business. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> trying, trying, to trying to demonetize us. The hell? Go bankrupt. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot which which uh, social media team, which team it was, but they clapped back using their reach the tweet. I think it was Orlando. It might have been, and oh they were like. Uh, Dang, I forgot what the tweet was, oh but God. they they clapped back at Atlanta. Everybody, Dejounte Murray was like, "Please yeah. take this down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> delete this right now." <laughs> oh yeah, so this this is, this is the best part. This is this is, yeah, this is this, this is a part of their OnlyFans uh, <laughs> featuring an Atlanta Hawk. <laughs> yeah, playing right. like all this. Only Hawk fans networks featuring the Atlanta Hawks rubbing himself down. Lord, Lord. <laughs> I don't even know if you guys can hear it, but it, 
Yeah. It's, I was wondering what John Collins was up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wild out here. Wow. Bruh, Speaking man. of OnlyFans and Wizard fans, my favorite Wizard fans, Mia Khalifa, the former porn star. Uh, she's Lebanese, and she's been going in on Twitter on the Middle East crisis, and it's it's been hilarious watching her drag people on Twitter. It's a it's horrible, man. The world's on fire right now, and I'm so happy for this basketball and this podcast. Uh, you know, let's keep on supporting the Palestinian people, free Palestine. Now, I hope the ceasefire happens. I hope these people stop dying, man. It's genocide over there. Uh, you bit, were really serious, up. but I'm, I'm man, right. like, you went from porn star to political. She's Palestinian, so she's supporting her people, you know. Oh, okay, okay, that makes me okay. I was like, <laughs> questions, and then you were serious. I was like, it's still, I also love me a Khalifa. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, that was a very weird transition because I was like, I heard porn star, then I heard. Free Palestine. I was like, wait, 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 hold exactly. on. Okay, so me and Ryan were on the same page. Now you to follow me, me on Twitter, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we are on the same page. I was Macamuse. <laughs> Where this was going? Y'all, y'all do me and Khalifa right now and see what pops up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yo. Dude, that, I don't. I'm not sure if that's safe for work, guys. So, <laughs> oh, I got one more bro pick too, y'all. We, one more, Derek White, because he is a danger to. Oh us. my god, bro, he is a danger to us. Somebody check on Brunson's face. Jeez, bro. Oh my gosh. Oh, he made me so mad. I said another one. Come on, stay away from my place, Derek White. Yeah. All right. I- he smacked Brunson in the eye, the face, the nose, every single play. Um, he almost injured. He, he didn't he like injure RJ the first. Yeah, that was him. Play That's the, the reason season. RJ's knee is sore. Yeah, like I don't know, man. Really? Yeah. yeah he, if you watch, he, he the, undercut him. When RJ went up to dunk, he was running right behind him, and then uh, RJ didn't really have a place to land, and he kind of was landing. He kind of landed a little bit under him, and that's how he tweaked his knee. Within like five minutes of the first Knicks game, I believe. Yeah. Home open. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah nah. Derek White Bruh. cartoons, talk cartoon looking self yeah. away from my players. He was at a Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Oh man. Um, Animated self away from us. Yeah, Thank man. you. And man, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, bro. I hear you. Oh man. All right, y'all. We had a good laugh after. Yes. Tough loss. That was our show. Uh, man, this is what it's like when the full squad, when the full squad is here. It's hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go. This is about CKOT. The full squad here. Oh, man. <laughs> Next time, it's going to be it's gonna be after a win. I feel it. Oh, man. Yeah. After a win, it's going to be crazy. Oh, I can't wait to do a full squad after a win. That's going to be great. Oh man, but that is our show. Thank you guys for watching. Yo, everybody, we need my shout outs and shout out to uh Stephen W. Shout out to he said TNT made that man cut his hair. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh Derek White. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Yo, the amount of times they told that man to let it go. Yeah, <laughs> it sound like frozen, right? Mm-hmm. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh Lord, yeah. please! If 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 only if if I only have like two dreads hanging on, just just tell me. It's time to let it go. Oh, yeah. I see somebody in the chat says shout out to they was shouting out your cat Lee. Shout, I meant oh, to tell yeah. you earlier. Shout out, shout out to Lee's cat. Oh yeah, my little kitty Zaba. She's been watching around trying to get my attention. Every time I'm on the podcast, she wants to hop up and get on. Ryan's here before. She's always trying to make guest appearance. <laughs> Tell I have to interview her if she wants to be on. All right, check her Nick's knowledge card. Damn, she's funnier than me, about. man. She's hilarious. We'll, we'll get wow. her on Twitter and everything. It's cool. Right. <laughs> but yo, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Alexander Picks for Timmy, Stefan W. Who else is here? And Dub Eleven O Thirty Entertainment. Shout out to you. Shout out to Manchild. Shout out to shout out to the Troll. Shout out to Sherwood. Shout out to the uh, Sandman. Shout out to EC Me. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Everybody else is rocking with the show. Space Ghost. Right, shout, shout out Lee's cat. Shout out Lee's cat. <laughs> Yo, Lee's cat. Let's go. Lee's, Lee's cat. Peaceful. Should we trade Randall or not? <laughs> <laughs> Lee, Lee's cat. Like, what do you think? Of, who's Lee's cat? Who's better, you or 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 or, or Cal, Carl Anthony Towns? <laughs> <laughs> My cat has more of a dog in her than Cara and the Towns. <laughs> Kitty cat. That's for sure. Kitty cat. Sure. Shots fired. Oh, I, uh, before we leave, real quick, can I, can I share with y'all uh, a stat that I saw on uh, Twitter and you said Twitter Streets or X Streets, whatever you want to call yeah. it? Yeah. It says, Jaren from Nick Muse, actually. This came from Nick Muse. Jaren Jackson Jr., the 2018 pick, number four in two, the pick, right? Mm hmm. 576 blocks and 246 blocks and 7,624 career minutes. Nobody, man, can hold on before you read this. <laughs> can I just say, I need somebody in my life who rides for me <laughs> just like Ebony rides for Mitchell Robinson. If we you all don't do. ride we for all me do. like Ebony rides for Mitchell Robinson, I don't want you Facts. around. Go ahead. Facts. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson, pick number 36 in that same draft, y'all. 575 blocks, 266 steals, and 7,327 career minutes. Put some R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. On Mitch's name. <laughs> gotcha. That's all. Yeah. That's all. And I saw that. I definitely saw that meme. And Jaron Jackson was defensive player of the year. We'll start yes. that campaign for Mitch. Um KP, yeah. KP lit him up. KP lit him up a little bit. Yeah, Mitch. nah. Today, today, Mitch definitely uh he had mental lapses. That's mm -hmm. uh, a nice one time. Yeah, it, it definitely when he stuffed Jalen uh, Brown in and then played that defense, he did back to back blocks actually on Tatum and Brown back to back, and that was that was after a mental mistake actually because mm -hmm. he was watching and he let KP get that offensive rebound dunk. Yeah, he was just watching. I'm like, what you doing, man? Box <laughs> out, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel he like that second half KP figured it out. I feel like he did. Mm -hmm. Smith played him well in the first half, and that second half it was like KP was that, like, nope. I think the second half, for some reason, I mentioned it earlier. He kept dropping down way too low for me. Mm. It was it was way 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 too low. Abby, there's one more stat for that Jaron Jackson Mitch comp. Mitch is making ten million dollars a year less than Jaron Jackson Jr. Wow. Too. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. Come on, y'all, appreciate it. Look, y'all yep. want him to 
uh, play like uh, Jaron Jackson on 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 uh, Derek White money. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Oh. Yeah. All right, yeah. Ebony, well done. Welcome. Yeah, and plus the other fact that Jaron Jackson can't even rebound the ball. Mitch yeah, they had to get Stephen. True. Steven Adams, yeah. Steve, not gonna hold you. Like I was a huge Jaron Jackson fan. I'm like, if we're gonna get a big, I take him. But after Fee, but I kind of exposed him. Yeah, mm. it was rough. It was yeah, rough. like you're not a big. I thought you were big. <laughs> you know, like when it came to like the rebounding, blocking, I thought he did that. That's. I mean, that's the thing about the stretch. The stretch bigs. It's really hard to find stretch bigs that can do both. Like usually, the stretch bigs can shoot threes. But they can't defend or rebound. Yeah. Miles Turner can't rebound. Yeah. No, he can't. I, I throw that in the people's face every time they do that Miles Turner for Mitch stuff. Yeah. yeah. We talked about <laughs> like too. He, lie. We talked about Miles yeah. Turner for Mitch too. Definitely flirted with it. And yeah, it's funny he does, because he when they match up against each other, Mitch, two years ago, Miles Turner got, got the best of Mitch. I feel like last year, Mitch got the best of Miles. Yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely talked about it for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a certain certain centers that uh would get the best of Mitch, but I, I haven't seen so far. I guess he he's put that in the back of his mind. It seems like he's taking a little bit extra personal with those uh centers that do. You know, um, it was once upon a time that Valens Eunice used to bully him around and oh, things yeah. of that. Steve, yeah, and he he had easy work with with Valens Eunice. Yeah, easy that's work. That's so. that muscle. That muscle he put on. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. But yep. it's a long it's a long season though. We're gonna be all right. We'll be like, all right. Yeah, we're gonna be all right. Next game, well, next sir. game is what Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. We got Wednesday. I wanna say the Hawks, I think. Oh, we need to get that. Hawks and the Atlanta, pigeons and their only fans. Tell them to keep their clothes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. None of that. None of that. But yo. Our show. We'll be back on Wednesday talking Knicks versus Hawks. Uh, and we'll be having some fun breaking down the game, probably talking smack about Lollipop Head. And hopefully, we'll be talking <laughs> about a Knicks victory. All right. <laughs> All right. So, you Let's know, go. that's our show. Please hit that like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Please share. This is one of the best, or if not the best, uh, <laughs> post game shows out there, especially full crew, full squad. Talking about we got Ebony over here with the mid stats. We got, we got Ryan G who turns into Stephen A. Uh, <laughs> Stephen A. When he is mad, we got Lee. We talk about cheeks and bums and <laughs> me <and> Khalifa <laughs> with the crazy transitions. The crazy transitions. Oh. Porn stars to Palestine in 0.3 seconds. And after all of that, after all of that. You get next talk, all right? We're out here, okay? We're out All right, that is our show. Thank yes. you guys for watching. And as always. Shout out to World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. That's out here in these next YouTube streets. That's our show. We out of this. Peace. That's wrong. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams.